My name is Joey Yak, and I'm here to inspire you to go bigger with your dreams and goals so you can give bigger with your profits. Let's go. Welcome to the Go Big to Give Big podcast, where we are challenging six-figure earners to become seven-figure givers. My name is Randy Mullen, and each week, my co-host Steve Arneson and I are interviewing successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, philanthropists, and other high-performing humans that are inspiring us with their stories. We go deep into uncovering how they have become successful and why generosity is an impact they want to leave on this world. Our mission is to have you leave this podcast wanting to go bigger with your dreams and goals so that you can give bigger with your profits. Let's not waste any more time and jump right into it. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Go Big to Get Big podcast. And today's guest is very energetic, very excited, and full of life. That is Joey Yak. Joey is a marketing genius that uses his hip-hop background and video production skills to get the attention of consumers for his clients. He is also well-known for the theme songs that he writes where he puts his melody to somebody's message and he has written songs to get the attention of guys like Cole Hatter, Jesse Itzler, Tim Grover, and Grant Cardone and sends the um, songs to them before he even gets to know them to get their attention. It's very cool what he's been able to create. Uh, You'll also see in this episode that Joey wears his heart on his sleeve and has been through the ups and downs of all the cycles of success, but is finally finding his true passion in being the best version of himself, which really includes showing up as the best father, husband, mentor, and leader for his team. In this episode, uh, you will see Joey's just having a ton of fun in life right now, and he is unlike anything we have ever had on the podcast. So I hope you enjoy listening and hearing from the incredible Joey Yak. All right, we are fired up to bring in today's guest, Joey Yak. This guy is absolutely incredible, is going to bring a ton of energy to this show. And man, I'm just excited to hear all about your story, how you uh, have gotten in front of some of the uh, top entrepreneurs in the world by uh, putting your melody to their message. So welcome to the show, Joey Yak. What up, y'all? I'm Joey Yak. Yak stands for you already know. And if you don't know by the end of this episode, you probably never will. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about, dude. So we got connected because we're in Cole's Mastermind and you made a song for Cole Hatter. It was absolutely phenomenal. He's played it at all of his events. He's gone super big with it, shared it. And I just loved what you were trying to do. And we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what it is that you've created and how you're able to get some of that attention. I want to jump back a little bit, though, and walk you through some of you know the biggest transitions you've had to make in your life. And I know you had a very successful uh, music career where you were starting to tour and you're starting to have some fame. And then you had to make some hard decisions on moving back home and being with your family. And I'd love for you to share just for a few minutes that journey that you had to go on from just about making it to almost like, I guess, making it and then having to leave that industry and then the direction that you're going now. Yeah. So I started music as a hip hop artist at the age of 10. My dad, uh, I tell people, man, my dad was not like the normal, typical, hey, let's go watch cartoons on a Saturday. It was hey, let's go freestyle in my Oldsmobile. And we would drive around and battle rap and beatbox. And it was, I'm a St. Louis urban kid. And like, that's how I grew up. And as we're battling each other, he, um, we met Ali from the St. Lunatics, Nelly's group. It was right when they blew up. 
And we met him at the fireworks stand, and my dad grabbed him. He was like, you got to listen to me rap. And when he says me, I'm talking about him. Me, I'm just like 9 or 10 years old, like in the back seat, beatboxing on my chest. Long story short, Ali looked at me and was like, kid, you're a star. I want to make you like the White Bow Wow in Disney or something like that. I was like, cool, you know, not knowing what he's talking about. Long story short, fast forward 10 years, like they blew up. They literally, Nelly St. Lunatics, they blew up. We lost touch, but that planted the seed in my heart, man. It really did to where 10 years later, Ali from the St. Lunatics seen me grinding and me building my name in, uh, my name in the city and was like, dude, I want to sign you. I just had a daughter and I was living in my mom's basement selling weed. Literally, man, I, uh, when I got that deal, I thought I became like the guy that just got the role as the manager. But really what I learned is, that was just the role of the janitor. I was so young and so naive, and I really did not know, and I had no preparation going into it of what I was really stepping into, and it was just lack of experience and young age. Me, me mentioning my dad, you know, my dad, you know, shortly after we met those guys, he turned into a drug addict, and he always had problems, but he says he blinks, he did his drugs, and 15 years went by. It's an insane story. Crazy. It's me, my mom, and my sisters. And so growing up, music was really my therapy, right? So I had a lot of songs about my dad. And then I had songs about my newborn daughter that, I mean, I had a kid at, when I was a boy at 19 years old, just turning 20. And when he signed me, I was selling weed in my mom's basement. And it took eight months for me to be like, dude, nothing's going on. You know, we went to Universal Republic out in L.A. It was awesome. And I left that deal just being young and immature and naive. But it was the best thing to happen because I got independent management. And Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony heard about me and was like, look, if you can get out to L.A., I'll listen to you. Awesome. So one song I showed him, he was like, kids, you're a star. They're crazy for letting you go. Then four more songs led to him saying, hey, man, let's make a song. So Crazy Bone featuring Yak Boy Fresh, Scraping the Sky. That's on YouTube. You can check that out. That's like my old stage name was Yak Boy Fresh. <laughs> and that video, that song led to a music video, which led to a nationwide tour, which led me into Hollywood being at like Miley Cyrus's house and tour buses with my face on it. Like I was there and something on the inside just told me, you know, I'm from a small town called Hazelwood that's right outside of St. Louis, a North County area. And it was like, you're Hazelwood, not Hollywood, go back home. You're Hazelwood, mm -hmm. not Hollywood, go back home. And I always would say that. And I was around a lot of street dudes and, you know, I was running from being my dad and I was like, the more I ran, the more I realized I was actually being him. Right. right. I was flying first class on a guilt trip. I'm out here on the outside looking in, living off double A batteries, Adderall and alcohol, living that rock star life. And, you know, my my daughter's mom's at home uh, working two jobs. I'm not making no money. Right. People see that and they think that I was living off Totino's pizza like for real. Yeah. And it was, it was rough, man. And I was around money, but we weren't making the money. It was, it's a crazy, it's crazy when you're in the middle of it. But me, I decided, man, I made the choice. I heard that for about 12 to 18 months. Honestly, it was that long. I was listening and um, some stuff happened and I left. And I said, I'm never, I called my, my daughter's mom and said, I'll never leave you guys hanging again. I'm moving back home. I met her in Orlando. I never went back. Um, I got sober, six years sober of alcohol. Haven't took one sip since June 30th, 2016. I found faith. Like I realized what inside of me, what was talking to me, it was God. It, it was 
I told like when I came home, I, I said, I'm about to overdose on the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I'm a Christian on a mission. Like I was on the worship team at a, a big church here. And, you know, sooner I realized like I needed to humble myself and, and build a real foundation with me and um, with my family and just start over for real. And it was hard because my whole identity was tied to that guy, that Yak Boy Fresh. And I think, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs get when they need to rebrand, like it's really hard. But in order for you to live, this new version, that old version had to die. So I had to kill him. I had to eliminate all the, the rock star lifestyle and eliminate the, the drugs and the alcohol. And I had to show up as a man for my family. Wow. So I got into sales right after I got sober. Long story short on that, I, I spent two years in sales. And number one sales rep, it really opened up my eyes of learning how to sell and realizing I've been a closer my whole entire life. I just didn't know this world. And it took one mastermind. Um, uh, what's his name? Shorten the get Mark Mark Lack. And mm -hmm. I was out there in San or San Diego, LA, somewhere out there. And I seen it. My buddy took me, Zach Babcock, and I was like, This is a thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's me. Billy Jean was talking. That is me. I just ain't there yet. Right. And it yeah. took me five months to quit the corporate job and left sales. And I started just doing, you know, I, I realized during that time that. God was truly preparing me for my true promise. I had to go through those years of preparation with the music and then two years of business and, and marketing and sales in order for me to become the studio CEO, which CEO stands for creative energy only. Now what I do is put my melody to the message of entrepreneurs, not just by creating songs, but we have a full-blown production team. Like behind me is our LED wall. We do events just for me to get on stage. So don't hit me up about an <laughs> event because we hate hosting events. But we are building these big assets for ads and for the culture and training videos and making edutainment a thing, educating your customers in an entertaining way because no one's on social media looking for what you do. They're, they're there. It doesn't matter if you're the best. They're there to be entertained. And the one that wins is the one that gets the most attention every time. Then you can be good. Then you got to fulfill. So I'm real big on screaming, you know, where's the attention? If you ain't got yeah. it, that doesn't mean you're the best. I was on stage with Bone Thugs and Harmony all the time. And this dude was like, hey, bro, I'm way better than you. And I'm like, I know. But like, I ain't know how to get attention. Period. Nice. Like, I've always had that mindset, right? So now what I'm doing is putting my melody to all these entrepreneurs' messages. Brad Lee, Tim Grover, Cole Hatter, like you said, Garrett J. Wright, Ryan Stuman, um, Jesse Itzler. I don't know if I said him. A whole bunch of like these heavy hitters that people look up to, and I realize that I am one of them. It's just I've realized all my preparation and my experience is what led me here now. So it's it's a blessing. Now I'm helping other artists become their own studio CEOs, and that's you know I, I'm I'm living. I'm in my purpose, man. I packaged up my past, my pain, and my passion, and I present it to my platform as a product, and that is success, man, for real. Joey, I love the story, dude. Love the energy that you're bringing. Uh, music has been a huge part of my life. And it's, to be honest, it saved my life multiple times, especially when I was younger. Uh, so I want to I wanna ask you, like, you know, with all the work that you've been doing with all these incredible CEOs and, and entrepreneurs and business owners that you've just mentioned, like, learning from them, what is the importance of knowing how to articulate your message? Oh, it's huge. You, you need to... So a lot of people don't know how to articulate it because they truly, I believe, don't believe in it, right? Like they, I tell people, you got to get high on your own supply. You can't be, you know, selling me a Mercedes and you leaving that beat up or a Honda, right? You, you just can't. When they, It's so important to have that thing dialed in on knowing what do you provide? What does that solve? 
And how much convenience and time is that going to save them? Me personally, in my mind, when I think of my offers, that's what I'm thinking about. But, but honestly, the biggest lesson that I'm learning from all these, these, these heavy hitters is we're all the same. Like, we are all people. This stuff is just marketing and branding. People buy from people. People hire me because of my content, but do life with me because of my character. So honestly, mm-hmm. your product matters, but it doesn't matter if you're not the person that you can feel. Like you said, you love the energy. Like, I always scream the word, yes, your energy sells is the acronym for that. Your energy sells. Like, and I'm not, this is who I am on camera, off camera. If you ever see me and meet me, you know all that's yes. I want people in the first five minutes to feel me. So you can say I might not like him, but I feel him. You know, he ain't for me, but I feel him. So it's, it's, it's a lesson that I've learned from these entrepreneurs that be you and be all of you because people do want to help you. They really do. I was, in a, I was in my shed. I called it the BB, backyard business. When I quit my job, come on, man, I wasn't in HQ. I was in my two-bed, one-bath house in my backyard. There was an RV, which was my brother-in-law. We had a big little lot, so he stored his RV there. I said, yo, since, you know, it's, it was his house, so, I mean, he could store whatever he wanted there. We were renting from him at the time. And I was like, can I start my business in there? It's a studio, blah, 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 because it was only a two-bed, one-bath house. And he let me. And I start, Cole Hatter, the, I got it on Dropbox, too. I'm recording me rapping Cole Hatter his song because they didn't ask me to do that. I did that because I do stuff with no permission. You don't know I have what you need at all until I show you, right? So I have the video of me in that RV. But, man, like I used to do episodes. I upgraded and got a little 10 by 12 shed. I said, I'm in a 10 by 12 shed where I'm getting this bread. Welcome to the BB backyard business. And people loved it. I made so much money in that shed, and then I – Freaking hauled it to my new house, which is a beautiful house. I have three beautiful girls. By the way, when I came home and got sober, that same baby mom is now my wife. She has all my kids. That's my biggest flex is I married my high school sweetheart. I'm sober, and I only have one baby mom because you can't, you can't <laughs> find that nowadays. But I hope I answer your question. I don't want to ramble on and stuff, but, man, I'm, 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 I'm on one today. That's, that's so fired up, dude. I love it. And it's, uh, and it's very cool to, to learn how to put the actual message out there. And I'm sure you've seen a lot of that. I got a few questions that I want to dive into here. And I'm not sure. Uh, the first one was like getting people's attention. You talked a little bit about it. You got attention from Cole Hatter, Jesse Itzler, all these guys, and you go and just produce something, send it to them and try and get their attention that way. Where did that idea come from? How has it worked for you? What has it changed for you when you were starting your business of being able to get someone's attention? And in that same flex being like so many people out there trying to go, earn somebody's respect by just slipping into their DMs and saying, I want to, I want to help you. I want to help you, but they're not actually doing anything to get that attention. The first hand share all of that with us. Yeah. So it, it literally is the way that I play still to this day. Like if you're somebody that I know I need to know, or you need to know me, matter of fact, you need what I have. I truly believe that. Like I've seen the results now at first it was just the passion. Now it's like, I've seen the profit and this thing works and it makes me just go in overdrive and give even more because it's like, hey, you need what I have. So still to this day, I will just approach people to build that relationship. Now, other people, I don't, you know, some people are going to say it's easy for you to say, Joey, you can make a song, you can make a video. It's like, eh, or you could just hire somebody to do that. You just have to be creative. People are tired of people asking for handouts and not putting themselves out there. Me, I put myself all out there with, I'm not apologizing. 
Hey, and I earn their business by providing value. A lot of people want to slide in DMs, but they're not sliding in DMs with no value. I mean, like literally at all. Jesse Itzler, I remember he said there was a guy that he posted on there like something about lacrosse training for his kids. And the dude, you know, went into his DM and said, hey, I do this and this and this and showed him a reel and provided the value and earned a billionaire's business like that. Right. So it's it's literally everything. And if you're not doing it, you're losing out on a whole bunch of potential business because like I don't like waiting for chance. I create my luck. I create my chance and you can too, but you have to go into it knowing that you have something that truly does provide the value, but you also have to have your back end on fire. So what I mean by that is like your social media profiles. When you slide in someone's DM, what's the first thing that you do? You go look at their page. And if you don't have your ducks in a row and look like you're the expert and look like somebody they want to know, and I'm not saying like flexing in front of cars, me, you see when you go on my page that I make content, I'm giving advice to people on when they're doing their own content and that I'm a loyal, a loyal husband and a present father. 33% rule, which I can break down for you guys mm -hmm. later on, but that's, that's what that is, right? So it, it starts with everything. I am sold on strategic partnerships. This year was full of nothing but, you know, the, my economy, relationships is the new economy, yeah. period. My whole thing this year was let me dive into strategic partnerships because I also know what I want to do, but also what I don't want to do. I don't want to um, manage a whole bunch of salespeople. I don't want to have a big customer service team. But what I do want to do is get creative and lead my production team. Let you guys lead it, do the rest. I would rather have, you know, 15, 20% of something massive than 100% of my headaches, flat out. Man, this is a perfect transition because this is the next question I wanted to ask is, you know, I follow you on social media and, and I've watched your journey all the way from creating the, the uh, backyard business stuff. And, and it was really incredible to watch you succeed and grow through this. But one of the things that you've openly shared and struggled with is that decision of like wanting to be a, a big business and wanting to be, you know, huge multimillionaire and everything that goes with it, but also just wanting to live your life with your purpose, doing what you love to do without having to sacrifice your family again and doing that kind of stuff. What kind of work have you done to come up with those answers? Because I'm sure a lot of people listening to this are in the same boat. They're like, I want to go build this huge business, but I don't know in my heart if I actually want to be the CEO of a you know, 100-person company. I just want to do what I love to do. So how, is, how has your brain trained you or changed you in that way? Strategic partnerships, man. It's, it's you can go, you know, you can go fast alone, right? But you're not going to last. Like when you, when you go fast, it doesn't last. And me, I built home service commercials where I had to change my perspective. Like a lot of things, um, this dude has a song, like I've been blind for a while now. Like everything that actually, you know, nothing changed but his mind, right? So me, through the experience, you know, I hustle, hustle, hustled. And for a very long time, I thought work was supposed to feel hard. Me and my boy Matt that's filming me right now, he, he's been with me from the jump. And he's been building and building and we hustle. And when we're not hustling, it's like we're not doing enough. And it's like work isn't supposed to feel hard, that grind, grind, right? My mentality and perspective is changing in that way, for one. But it, it made my creativity change because I knew that I needed to work smarter and not harder. But first things first is you got to get it in and be gritty and willing to take those risks and those chances so the people that 
you want to strategic partners partner with, when you approach them, it's a no-brainer for them. Me, I have put in this work so hard, and I have showed people my content, but really my character, right? So it's if you're out there right now, look, you can't do it alone. And then a lot of people always say, well, I can't find another me, which I did that for a very long time. But trust me, there's people better than you. Like my boy Josh that I have on here doing songs is way doper than me. And it's like I'm just feeding him. And now I'm sitting back and I'm like, I'm making like the same dough doing less the work because now I'm putting other people on, which is how I give. And we'll get there, I'm sure. But you need to obviously have something that's proven, right? You can't go to somebody. This dude just hit me up and he might watch this, but it was e-com stores. And like, I didn't really know the dude, but I, I mean, I never looked down on nobody, right? Like, I'm like, all right, talk to me. What's up? What you got? Like, maybe I can, you know, plug you with somebody. But he had no results to show me. And I was like, look, I ain't putting you on with nobody until this shit is proven, you know? And me, it, it was like, all right, I have something that works. This is real. It's proven. So before you can go to strategic partnerships, you got to find that out. And me, I rent my videos out, which kind of shifted me into CEO role, role because I had to manage all these departments, which sometimes you just need to do. You don't realize also how many parts you're playing. Like even still to this day, like I probably should have five people to do the job that I do as well as Matt, as well as Josh. We're a small team doing big things. And I, I really like it that way in general, you know, multiple roles. That's just like we how we like to operate. But once you have that proven model, you can approach people. But the, the model that's proven is basically respecting their time because you don't want to approach them with an idea. But what's really going to sell them is who you've showed over the years. Like, I got somebody that's ready to wire me $90,000 to put a down payment on this HQ so I can own it and have the tenants paying me. And, like, I'm like, why would you do that? And he's like, why wouldn't I? And it's because of the character, man. Like, like people want to say, oh, he got handouts. Like, I can hear it now. And I'm like, yeah, you damn right. I got a handout because what I did was made sure that they felt this energy. So it's really not about even the business techniques, in my opinion. And right now, they should be just really owning in on who they are as a person. And as they find out who they are, sometimes before they find that out, they got to find out who they're not, which I've realized I am not a CEO. I am not someone that is a good manager and a daily operator. I'm a creative consultant. That's who I am. And I can make a lot of impact owning just that. So a lot of people are playing a lot of roles right now and you need to build your character so you can sell these people on a potential strategic partnership. That would be my opinion. I know that was long as hell. That's <laughs> long maybe, but valuable for sure, dude. And I can relate, man. Like I'm definitely a creative aspect and, and uh, it's been at times like a tough you know, tough line to walk between the business aspect of being like, you know, logistical and managing the people and, and the finances and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you know, your heart's just like, no, fuck all that shit. Like, just do what you want to do, which is the creative element of things. So, um, I, I can relate. That's all I wanted to say, but I wanted to ask you like, what specifically are you doing right now to build your business? And you mentioned the strategic partnerships, you know, like I know that you're all over social, and that you're reaching out to these people and you have a very creative element to it. But can you get maybe just an ounce or two more tactical and be like, what do you, and, and share with our audience what you're doing to actually level up your business? I'm going, I'm going to find every single industry. So home service commercials, we just started some called InShare Branding. I got real estate commercials. I am going, the strategic part is, if you're the expert in that industry, I'm coming for you. Mm. I'm coming so that's who you. your niche is. That, my niche is, and it's so funny. People say niche and niche. Like I never yes. know, but I, I know, but whatever. 
And I always say it, then someone else says it, and I'm like, damn, I got to address this because we both <laughs> just said the same word, but the different type. Um, that's like, it was digital agencies at first. Like, I love partnering with digital agencies because I got the car, they got the gas. And without my car, their gas is pointless. And without their gas, my car is pointless, you know? And then the car is the video asset, the ads are the gas. And then I realized, like, it's just such... When people tell me, what's your five-year goal? I'm like, I'm just focusing on my next 120. Because with the way that I think and the way that I move and operate, I know how to pivot really well on the creative side of things, right? So me, I don't look for the individual client. I say, who's got my clients? So if you're the best in the industry, I'm going at you. Like, for example, Insure Branding. My boy, John Wetmore, he's helping me with Insure Branding. He's with FFL, introduced me to Sean Mike. Sean Mike is the owner of Family First Life, which is one of the biggest insurance companies. They got about 30,000 freaking agents. So instead of me going after each individual agent, I went after the, the head, right? And that's what I'm doing in every single industry now. And when you go at the top, it, I'm seeing the places uh, that, I, that I'm flawed at. Uh, you know, my strength is not what theirs is, which I'm like, hey, you, this is what you guys are missing. Sure, I slide on in and then we build together. And that's where the strategic partnerships and that's how I'm moving on that. So you're basically kind of like, if I'm understanding things right, like you're, you're almost like a B2B player in a sense of like going to the, like the, the source of the network. And then at that point, that network expands to become your clients. Yeah. And become Smart. my clients or, or partner. Yeah. Yeah. Or become the clients yeah. of that. Yeah. So okay. it's, I love the B2C game, but like I basically, businesses are my clientele, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, I'm your creative, I'm, I'll build your creative side of your business. And, and the feel of it, you know, with ads, with the back end, with the culture of the music. And it's, it's crazy on what it's got to because I've never seen it going this way. But it's so important in, in the aspect of the company, you know. It's, it's companies are looking for edutainment. They need it. But they, they don't need to just, you know, have it. They need to be it, if that makes sense. I love that word too, man, edutainment. I think that's something that I've I've tried to focus on so many different times of like, I, I've recognized that that's a really great space to play in. I've never actually heard it so articulated well. Or, yeah. and, and so I think like if, it, you know, if everybody can kind of focus in on that one piece, like as you build out your content and working with these people, how are you thinking about this edutainment word? How are you thinking about creating something that's valuable for the person watching, but also, you know, entertaining other than just like obviously so, your obvious energy. So music is the sound of a feeling. And like some of these commercials, I'm not even in. I have actors all around St. Louis that I hire if they're older demographic, younger. I'm a marketing dude. So I understand Joey Yak can't be in every video and I'm fine with that. Trust me. And, you know, it's when I'm thinking of the concepts, like instantly in my brain, it goes to I. I'm always thinking I, I. So like when I do a song, I, I am the customer watching. I'm basically saying, hey, I'm you. So when they're singing they're actually saying like, hey, you know, and that's why in songs it's so powerful and it's the sound of a feeling. So it goes to like the verse will be like the pain points. It goes to a pre-chorus that is more of the, um, the pre, like the pre-chorus is more of the, hey, you know, there's somebody that has a solution and the chorus, the big catchy part is mainly about the company. So when it's songs, that's kind of how I structure them. And then in my mind, it's, you know, at the end of every video, I always say, hey, look, I know you're not on social media for whatever they do. You're here to be entertained. So hopefully this video entertained you. And when you do need 
their product. You remember this video. Actually, take a screenshot. Here's our number. And even do a screenshot at the very end of the video. Hey, and whenever you need, and remember, whenever you need whatever they do, make sure you give us a call, but like our, like our page for more entertaining videos like this. Hopefully, we'll talk to you soon. And then at the end of that, we always have something funny, you know, like a little cliffhanger that was from the song or whatever, but it doesn't always have to be funny. Humor definitely sells, but it all depends on emotion. I go off of emotion. I say, all right, what is this person feeling? Because a lot of people, a lot of marketers are speaking people and not speaking to them. And, and not speaking for them and, and right there, you know, they're mm -hmm. just screaming at them. Bye, bye, bye. And it's not, it's like a guy, I always say this, it's like a creepy guy at the bar. He walks in, he tries to grab her, you know, take her home. That's what we're doing on social media and, and, and advertising. You just throw out your price and you try to make them buy and swipe their card right then. It's like, how about you play the game? Go in there, make her laugh, AKA make your customers laugh. Then Interaction number two, a.k.a. video number two, maybe you drop in the phone number. Maybe you drop in, hey, you know, let me take you out to eat. And then the next interaction is like, all right, I'm about to get laid, paid more, right? <laughs> it, it's the game of like seeing it in, in cool and fun ways like that that uh, has really opened up my eyes when I come into a company and, you know, give them creative consulting on even if I'm not doing the ads, in, we end up doing them because the ideas that we create, they're like, well, ain't nobody else going to create this. So you guys should definitely <laughs> go just go create it, right? So that's kind of the frame that I do it with the edutainment side of things. Uh, and it's been working a lot, man. And the one also thing is I tell people, you know, I'm always underpricing myself. I know that. But it's because I do want to do life with you and not just business with you. Um, I understand that a pack of five videos, you know, it might take the eighth video to go. But there's companies out here that are charging 100,000 hours for, you know, four or five videos and it doesn't work. And then they go back to you and they say, what's up? And then they say, you buy more videos. I would rather you be able to test over time with me and still spend that same crazy amount of number, but you're going to have so much more assets, right? So I think what I'm doing also is disrupting the big production companies um, on charging, you know, 40, 50 grand a video. Like, I'll never do that. I mean, if you want to pay, you can, but I advise you to get a couple of them. Like, I want you to have assets and, and multiple creatives because you can't catfish your clients. You can't have one video that looks great and then the rest of them, you know, yeah. It's like having a picture from high school and then now you know, you're fat on the couch. So can't do that. I love, I love the character, dude. And, and I heard this really cool quote uh, yesterday, the day before that kind of stands out to me. And I actually wrote it down. It's uh, living by our principles may cost you opportunities, but it'll never cost you sleep. Mm, that's so deep. You know what, dude? Like that just hit me hard because last week was one of the roughest weeks of the year for me. And I just went through it and I was in a funk. And I always get in these like funks every once, every four, four and a half months, maybe five months of like just that roller coaster of like burnout, you know, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I just started 75 hard of like getting out of that funk. Um, and it doesn't matter what level of success you get to, you know, if you don't have your priorities in line and like when I get into those funks, it's because I'm starting to fall out of line with my priorities, which is family first and making sure I'm taking care of my health and my workouts and eating well. And, you know, I looked back kind of, and I was like, damn, man, like I am totally eating like dog shit. I am not hitting the gym. I'm, I'm out here waking up at 5 a.m., not going to the gym, but I'm working. You know, it's, it's just little things. So I, I canceled a whole Costa Rica trip. And uh, this week I was supposed to be there. I was going to have to cancel this because the dude threw some crazy money at me. Put a down payment in the bank account. I had a refund him, man. I said, hey, man, I'm all about ROE instead of ROI. He was like, what's that? And I was like, return on energy before my return on investment. And I got to protect my energy because if I don't, 
then I can't show up as the husband and the father. And that's why I'm doing all this anyway. So just keeping your priorities straight, man. I love what you just said right there. I'm going to definitely write that down because right when I canceled Costa Rica, your boy slept great. Straight that's, up. That's unbelievable, dude. I love the culture that you're creating around this and uh, and just your your energy towards your family and making the right decisions and doing the right business. And uh, no wonder you're having so much success right now. My people want to be a part of your brand. Uh, it's contagious and people want more of that right now. I think the hustle culture is going away and it's more about how you can actually uh, create what you want to create and do it in a way that's ethical and good for your family. So um, I want to I want to shift gears a little bit here, move towards the, the giving side a, a little bit, because uh, I know a lot of people listening are creatives. You know, there's a lot of people out there that have some sort of creative energy, creative space. And one of the things that you are doing is not just providing value to uh, to companies, but you're giving other creatives a new outlet to go produce in to make money because i know that is a hard thing in the industry to make money and even like you said you're traveling to la and still living off pennies but trying to make it big and now you're giving people an opportunity to make big money while still sitting basically sitting at home doing what they love to do so walk us through a little bit of that how you're giving back to uh to the artist community yeah so I have the whole studio CEO is definitely bigger than me. At first, I always just said, I'm Joey Gack, the studio CEO. And when I, the, the day that I really realized I didn't want to be a CEO, and like I looked at the word and I was like, it's in my brand. And I seen creative energy only or creative edutainment only or whatever it is on the day that I decide on what it is, I just say, oh, what stuff. I realized um, my whole life was, was led to this. Like I'm supposed to be the pioneer to show people how to profit from their passion, which is making music. Success is not winning a Grammy or getting millions of views. Success is being able to be you and all of you and use your creative ability to pay your bills and to build wealth, right? So me, what I'm on now is FYP, fund your passion. Like, I really want people to come in here and be able to make money from home, you know, single mom. Like I'm thinking like like one of the qualifying questions that I ask some of these people are like, do you want to be famous? Do you want to win a Grammy? Do you want to be on, you know, Billboard Top 100? And if they say yes, I'm like, you're not qualified because the people that we're having here are people that want to make money doing what they love, getting compensated from their creativity, making a profit from their passion, making music and making money. I make music for a living. People that can say that. And then they learn the structure of business. And what I really want to get into is when I say fund your passion, you know, people can do this on the side, but make the money. And like then what I'm going hard into 2023 is taking this money that I make and reinvesting it in other opportunities to build wealth for real. Right. So I want to show these people how to do what they love for a living, but not just rely on that forever. You know, I'm 30 years old. I got three kids. I'm married. And I, by 40, I want to be able to say if I want to turn the mic off or cameras, or which I never see me doing because I really do what I love, I want to have this portfolio of, of wealth, whatever that means. And if it's life insurance, if it's, if it's uh, uh, real estate, whatever it is, right? I'm investing everything back into my business, obviously, but I really want to show these other people like, hey, man, you can make a living making music. So right now, you know, I'm slowly grabbing artists and how I'm giving back is rather than, you know, putting a whole bunch of money into a course and selling them and, and profiting off of them. I'm using experience as the teacher and I'm getting people that either don't have a job or they're in a job that they just for real can't stand. And I see that in them. I seen what Ali at nine years old saw in me. Kids, you're a star. 
you know, I, I feel like God has given me this gift to make, like, we're in the same room. There's a picture on the wall. And, like, I know behind that picture there's, like, that door that they're trapped behind. Like, the door, like, they've been walking around like this and they just can't find their way out. And, like, hey, the door is behind the picture, which is in this music and which is in this creative ability. I'm just the one that takes the picture off the wall and says, hey, I'm going to walk you through and, and change your life. We're going to be in the same room, but you're going to see a different perspective and a different way of living. And, that, that, and I've learned all that from the self-development, man. I'm addicted to self-development, reading, podcasts. I mean, I don't even listen to music, for real. You ask me what's hot right now, I would not know. I don't know. I can tell you what podcasts and what audiobooks to read, but I can't tell you that because bad company corrupts good character. That's a whole other thing. But that's how I'm giving back, man. I, I'm, I'm the guy that the more money I send to people and pay, the more I feel like I'm living in God's purpose, even if it's not benefiting me. You know, My dude, Matt, made a lot of dough last month, and it, it was like the happiest I've been on like giving. Because it's like, yeah, he worked for it, but I'm providing this opportunity to people that I truly care for. And I care for everybody, man. That's part of my reason why I can't be a CEO because I'm also, my heart's too damn big. I care too much and I put everything on my shoulder and I do life with you, you know? So that's the way I'm giving back to the artist community. I think that, um, you know, even if I don't, it's, it's not in God's plan because I truly feel that we're all, we go through stuff to grow through it and then basically become the teacher to the older version of ourselves, right? So it's, it's not always giving in money. And I think people need to remember that as well. You know, uh, making sure your I... money matter, you can make your time matter as well. Yeah, exactly, man. And um, Tim Story says, uh, your success is somebody else's miracle. And I think that that's exactly what's happening with you and these other artists. And I just want to ask, like, if you had to pinpoint one characteristic of, either you as the leader in that situation or of just like the the journey itself together with these artists what do you think that one piece is that people just attach onto that allow them to get out of their own way and and grow it's it's really hard they the ego they have to escape of you know a lot of artists think they're dumbing down their their craft with this. Um, and that's with everything. That's with photography, graphic design. Um, what I've come to learn is simple is sexy. Um, small is sexy. And accepting that simple and the small, once you own that, then you can go big and you can go, you know, extra, right? And I think with these creators, their ego is in their way of, I'm too dope to do that. And it's this, is this perspective. And I was the same way at first. It, it took me a very long time to make, you know, what they call a jingle. And that's why I cre recreated the whole word. And I said, I make bangers. I don't make jingles. <laughs> you know, don't call my a jingle. You know, you end up in a trunk. You know, like we create humor out of it, right? But these artists, man, I think it's ego. And I think what, as I continue to do this, that's, that's definitely what the last artist was. I know what attracted him to it is definitely the grit of like, you just have to be willing. But the best part about it is I think that's what I had to do for us, mm -hmm. for us mm -hmm. creators. You don't have to, like, I realize that too. Like, everybody ain't me. Like, my wife has to check me a lot on that. Like, dude, everybody ain't you. Not saying that I'm something special, but like, there's people built for certain things and called for certain things. And God ain't calling the qualified. 
He's not. You know, he qualifies those who are called, and that's why I am where I am because I'm listening, and my plan and God's plan is the same plan. And I just want other people to open up their mind and say, wow, I think I did all of it. I chose to believe that this, this, this was supposed to happen so I could lead to this, and Joey's about to open this door for me. I'm going to walk through it. Just because you walk through it don't mean, you know, you're in the building. It means here is the opportunity. Now go do what you do with it or come work with me, you know? That's that's really mm-hmm. what I want to get is have this whole HQ have booths in it. Boom, call them the box. I got one over there right now where artists can just come and grind. But they have to do it for business owners and I made it that what Josh do some money and it's it feels great. That's awesome, man. Well, on that note too, take a minute and just uh brag on yourself on one of your favorite moments of giving that still kind of gives you goosebumps today. We were at, you know, Charlie Rocket? Absolutely. Ever. That's my dude. He was in St. Louis helping a North County girl. And at the time, like, you know, we had money. But, like, I wrote, I think it was $1,500. And for me at that time, it was so much money. I was like, yo, I can't give this. But, like, the knowing that it went to that type of cause. So as far as giving like that right there. Like I said, a lot of mine is the opportunity. When I do the numbers and see how much money that we're paying out to people, the more, like, that's, that's what really gives me the goosebumps of, like, bro, I'm paying out thousands of dollars, and I'm okay. Like, I'm straight, like, providing for families. That's the goosebump moments for me. Like, it's on my shoulder. I wear it, and I love it. That's awesome, and I man. I love it. And uh, I love that. And you can just see the the passion you have for it and giving is just going to be a part of your life. And I can only imagine that as you scale and as you grow, it's going to be a lot of people that are affected. Bro, that's, by that's it. Like when I say the, do I even want to build this big company or this and that? And it's like, I, I think that way when I am thinking about myself and what it takes. And it's like, Fine. I'm good. Like, <laughs> But then you shift into like how we're talking, and it's like, what you mean? Why we we, in, we inspiring you to go big to give big, baby? Straight up, man. Like I know that I am put on this earth to to give. That's for damn sure. Awesome. That's a perfect transition into our giving round. Then we got some rapid fire questions for you. Quick answers. We send you off here. Is that good? Yeah, let's get it. Cool. Brag on one charity that you like. Empower North County. What would get you more excited? Donating a $1 million check to them or spending a week physically helping others? $1 million because I know that could go a long way for them. Who inspires you with their giving? Jesse Isler. Mm. Nice. Do you think that entrepreneurs or business owners should start giving from the minute they start their business, like as a line item, or wait until they've seen some success and some money in the bank account? Should start right away because if you can't manage your 0.5 acres, you can't manage the 10 acres. Meaning, if you don't take care of this, you ain't going to take care of that. If you don't give then, you won't give then. Right? 100%, and you, baby. And you need to feel that. What do you think about, sorry, what's the first thing you think about when you hear go big to give big? You said one first thing you think about. Hold on. Scratch Ask me again. What is the first thing you think about when you hear go big to give big? 
man, I, I, I instantly think give it all away just to rebuild it. But I know that's because my building burn mentality. <laughs> Let's give it all away just to rebuild it. Hell yeah, that's a great answer. In one word, describe the feeling you get when you give. Emotional. Mm, love that one. The final question of the day we got for you here, Mr. Yak, is do you believe that money can buy you happiness? I believe money can buy the money can lead the way to opportunities that can make you happy. But if you don't have the inside, all that that you're holding on the outside doesn't matter. I've been there. I've been there. And also, I want to, you know, was the last question. I want you guys to know this, like the money, the happiness, that feeling that you're chasing. Jesse Itzler, dude, sold a couple companies, billionaire, on point. So when he says this, I'm listening because, like, he's, he's experienced. I'm trying to learn from other people, right? He said he's, he's sold companies to freaking Warren Buffett and Coca-Cola. And that feeling that he got when he sold that and became a billionaire and the feeling that he gets when he finishes a marathon or or when his kid hits a home run, it's the same feeling. So the feeling that you're chasing, you've already felt it. So it's like, if you can't be happy now, you won't be happy then. So I'm telling you, can money lead, help you with happiness because you'll do other fun stuff? Yes. But if you ain't got that inside and that perspective on point, it's a road to misery. Give me, give me butterflies, buddy. That's exactly what it's uh, all about. And Steve and I are big fans of Jesse Itzler's and uh, we just did uh, twenty nine oh twenty nine his Everesting oh, challenge. I did and, his driveway to hell. Yeah, and it's the same feeling, man. When you come out of that, there's not a lot of better feeling in the world. You can't write a check big enough to make me feel that same feeling. So I yeah, love man. that, dude. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show, being a guest. Uh, I want to give you a minute to just brag on yourself about how people can find you, where people can learn about you, where can they uh, see some of your bangers? How do they? Uh, how do they follow yeah, you? Yeah. So the Yak Agency, T-H-E, yakagency.com is where you can, you know, hit me up regarding like custom commercials, helping you guys get the attention that the business deserves with edutaining content. Joey Yak, Y-A-K, Peeper, P-I-E-P-E-R on Facebook. You can just type in Joey Yak. I'll pop right up. I'm a personal dude, so hit me up on DM. It's the same thing on Instagram, not on Twitter, or LinkedIn, or not. I mean, I'm on it, but I'm not on it, so... Facebook or Instagram, hit me up. Like, I am that guy that you can slide into my DM and let's chop it up, let's talk, let's work, or let's just do life together. That's what I'm big on. Amazing, dude. Well, thank you for uh, being vulnerable today, sharing so much, delivering so much valuable content for our audience, and uh, just inspiring us to go bigger with our dreams and goals so that we can give bigger with our profits, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the show. If you know someone who's an example of go big to get big, we would love if you could share this with them. We want to get our message out to as many listeners as we can. And it all starts by having people like you share it with your friends. Also, if you enjoyed the show, take 30 seconds and give us a five-star review. It's a simple act of giving that is free for you, helps us grow our message, and in return, allows others to find us sooner. And until the next episode, remember, always go bigger with your dreams and goals so you can give bigger with your profit.